Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 928. My father and I, he's he's 84 years old, and we have conversations all the time about what it was like when he was a kid and yeah. you know all these things that we're going through and and for him to be able to see all those kinds of things that were you know in the comic books and things like that it's it's pretty mind-boggling and i'm sure anybody that was in the early days of automotive it has to be shaking their head to see what what it's become this is cars yeah where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts mark green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration so get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah! Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Rob McCrary. Hey, Rob, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am, Mark. Looking forward to it. All right. Rob McCrary is the Managing Director of Sonax USA has more than 25 years of directing and leading companies in both sales and distribution capacities from startup, turnaround, and growth modes. Sonax is a leading manufacturing brand in the automotive industry with partners in 104 countries worldwide. Rob has spent the past six years as the managing director of Vision Investments, the parent company of Sonax USA, that's based in Indianapolis, Indiana. Vision is the exclusive distributor in the U.S. of Sonax Products, which is a German-based company and continues to see sales and brand awareness growth year over year. Prior to that, he was the executive vice president and partner at RFC Franchising, a national retail chain in the restaurant industry that saw double-digit growth in both sales and locations during his tenure. And Rob is also a proud and active member of the International Detailers Association, known as IDA. So Rob, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment to share a little bit more about your career and your passion for making automobiles look really nice. Yeah, I was uh, approached oh back in mid-2011 about an opportunity coming on board. Sonax USA, uh, as you stated, the, has the exclusive rights to the brand here in the U.S., but the gentleman who's, who's the partner here in the U.S. was looking to make a change, and I was introduced to uh, the brand, and, and believe it or not, I, I had never really heard of Sonax before. We met and had some, you know, probably a two-hour conversation. My comment was, you know, having never really heard of it, there's three things that I always struggle with. And, and if I can find a product that can handle all three of my products that that uh, that I do have trouble with, which is wheels, leather, and glass, <laughs> yeah. and if we can go three for three, you know, I'd love to have that conversation further. Yeah. I got all three, and the three were as good as anything that I'd ever used before. So started back in uh, November of 2011, and my first week on the job was, was actually SEMA, which was, a, you know, having never been in the industry before, it was a, a definitely an eye-opener for, for me to, A, to see what SEMA is and to see how large the industry is, you know, kind of looking at it from afar. You never really know until you go to to SEMA, yeah. as you well know, it's it's a little bit overwhelming, especially when you had never really witnessed anything like that. So that's kind of uh, how I got started with Sonex uh, in a nutshell. And uh, as I told you earlier uh, in another conversation, I truly kind of backed into this position and, and into the industry. And I'm, I'm very, very thankful for having done that. Absolutely. Well, yeah, SEMA, this was my 25th year, and that's where I ran into you, Rob. And was in your fantastic Sonax booth. I'm very familiar with their products. I've used all the products. They're absolutely fantastic. 
Out of Germany, of course, and now my listeners know I'm a big German car fan, so there's a nice fit there for sure. So it's so good to have you here. And as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that has meaning for you, and it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So Rob, take the wheel. I have a couple that I kind of live by both um, personally and professionally. Uh, One of them is, if you can believe it, you can achieve it. Hmm. And I'm a, I'm a very strong believer in that. And the other one is, um, I think the, the four biggest letters in the, uh, the English language is U and S us and W E we, Hmm. you know, together, I think we can, we can achieve things when you put together a, a really good team that all kind of have like goals and, and like to see things from the same camera, so to speak. Uh, so those are two of the kind of the things that I try to live by from from a daily basis. Well, us and we, great words for a leader of a company, that's for sure, because it is about the people in the company and not the guy at the top. Absolutely. So, so important. And you've run so many companies to great success. You obviously have learned that over your many successes over the years in business. So Great way to think about things anytime you are part of any organization or any company for that matter, because the other part of us and we is the customer, of course, which is absolutely absolutely important. Well, let's go back in time. Now, I know you said you weren't a big car guy, but you must have some kind of thing that instigated a passion for cars and taking care of cars, because I know you like to take care of your vehicles. So is there a pivotal moment in your life when you, you kind of determined that you were indeed a car guy? I, I never really had the nicest cars, but uh, what I did have, I always my my father always taught me whatever you have, take care of. Yeah. Um. So I was always playing with different products, you know, going to the store and and getting a new wax or a new cleaner or or something that was always out there. I still remember when another product, Armorall, when they came on board and everybody was you know all up in arms about it. And yeah, I I, I remember that like it was just a couple of days ago, but. Really, it was just kind of a passion of mine just to take care of what I had. And, and uh, fortunately, that I, was, I was taught that lesson at a very young age. And I think I've tried to portray that to, to my kids as well, too. And I think it's a great lesson. That truly is how, like I said, I've never really been overly enthralled with cars or makes of cars or things like that. But if I see a car that's really, really clean or really shiny or, you know, the wheels are, are especially cared for that's always been what's got me going yeah absolutely yeah always look at the wheels that will tell you what kind of person is driving that car especially if you look at the inside barrels of the wheels if they're clean like mine then you know you've got a nutcase on your hands so (laughs) yeah my my son was probably i don't know 13 14 years old and we pulled up to a a car at a stoplight and he looked over and he goes dad that guy needs to clean his wheels and i was like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I don't know if I've either skewed his uh, way of looking at things, but maybe it's a lesson that passed on from what my father taught me. Well, it's a great lesson. Take care of your things. Very important lesson for sure. Well, let's take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down and talk about a big challenge or a big failure. Now, you've been involved in many businesses from startups, turnarounds, all sorts of different things. So no doubt you've been faced with some huge challenges, maybe even a couple of failures along the way. But of course, the most important part of these things we encounter are the lessons they teach us. So take us to one of those situations, walk us through it, and tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum in your career and your businesses. I guess my biggest, when I look back on on my career, the time that I graduated school and 
and got out and started living on my own, so to speak, was I, uh, I was fortunate enough to sign a, a free agent contract with the Houston Oilers. And we met in person at SEMA. You saw that I wasn't a very big guy. And I've always been told that I was either too small or not strong enough or, you know, one of these things I was always told. And uh-huh. like I said, I was fortunate enough to play a couple of years with the Oilers and I was let go. And, you know, honestly, the lesson is, you know, you get done and in your mind as an athlete, you're always like, man, that's what I want to do. And you never really have anything further past that road. And when it was over, you have to kind of pull yourself up by the bootstraps and say, you know, I got to, I got to move on with things here. And, and, uh, fortunately the lessons that I learned in, you know, the 20 plus years of playing the game, it's the lessons of, uh, you know, teamwork and doing things the right way and putting in the work and all those kinds of things were, were fortunate. I was fortunate enough to, um, kind of keep those things with me. And I, I feel like I've, I've kind of used those and tried to pass on what, what I was fortunate enough to be taught in those, you know, having great coaches along the way. Yeah, well, I had no idea you're a professional football player. That is cool. Use that term very loosely. <laughs> well, yeah, but you did play. You were on the field. So that makes you credible. That is very neat. Well, obviously, you had to make a major pivot in your life at that time. And that's one of those things that's really hard for people to do because, like you said, you think, well, I'm always going to be an athlete. And when that changes for whatever reason, an injury or your cut or whatever that might be, You've got to make a change and take a hard look at yourself. So when you went through that situation, how did you look introspectively into yourself and say, okay, I've got to go do something different now because I can't rely on what was then. I have to look ahead. Right. I actually went back uh, and was a uh, graduate assistant for a year at my alma mater. And I kind of realized quickly that, you know, in order to achieve the things that I wanted to achieve. I, I, I still, to this day, kind of kick myself in the fanny for, for not pursuing coaching. And every time I, I go to a game, I, I love it. But, you know, truly it was, um, you got to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and say, you know, let's, let's go make something happen. So uh, I got into distribution from there and uh, kind of uh, led into some other things that uh, were very uh, educational for me from a pure business standpoint, Mm -hmm. had uh, some really good uh, people along the way that taught me great lessons. And, you know, as in every industry, you kind of learn some of the things you learn are are how not to do things. And those are some of the best lessons that you can take with you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what's interesting to me here is the fact that you found coaching interesting. And basically, when you're leading a company, organization, whatever, you are a coach. You have to act like a coach. You have to build a great team. You have to make people feel good about themselves. So in a way, you are doing what you wanted to do. Would you think so? Just don't have a whistle around my neck. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you probably don't want to do that. But, uh, <laughs> no, oh, I yeah. totally agree. You know, it's, it's um, motivating people and, and trying to put a great team together. And, and to your point, yeah, it's absolutely very, very similar. Yeah, very cool story. I love it. That's great. Houston Oilers. All right. Well, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. Now, you've worked in a Several different industries, but going from a restaurant industry into the automotive industry, that's a big aha. And yes, going to SEMA for the first time, I've been so many years now, but I can't imagine for a guy walking in going, what is going on here? This is crazy. But is there an aha moment that you'd like to share with us? You know, really uh, from the automotive industry was the moment that I was introduced to Sonax and the products and the, like I said, the gentleman who has the exclusive rights when, when the introduction was made and then I used the products and realizing that everything that they make does exactly 
what they say it does. There's so many things that are out there that don't necessarily work. They say it on the label, but you know, they don't really work that way. Yeah. So for me, the aha moment was, was being introduced to the brand and, you know, they make over 500 liquids in Germany and I've not found one that doesn't do exactly what it says it'll do. Wow. So for me, really the introduction of the brand introduction to all of those 500 products, we import about, oh, probably 25% of what they make. Okay. Um, you know, so uh, truly the, the aha moment for me was the, the minute that it was uh, introduced to me. I had no idea they had 500 products. That is incredible it because is I only crazy. know the market over here, although I, I've been to the Intermechanica show in Germany many, many times where Sonex will have a booth. That's how I right. first met them. So you see a lot of products there that you don't see over here in the U.S. for a variety of reasons. But, wow, that is quite incredible. So very cool. Yep. Well. How about a proudest career moment? I would assume you've had many. You've, your success stories with the businesses you've been involved in are, are quite tremendous. But is there one that stands out you could share with us? For me, the you know just uh, helping to create brand awareness here in the U.S. and and making people aware of of this you know wonderful company that's based in a small little town in in Bavaria in Germany. It's about an hour north of Munich, but just helping to create that brand awareness. You know, there's they're in 104 countries. Some countries, they've got a large percentage. They've got upwards to 65% of the European market. Wow. But the thing was, is nobody really knew who they were here in the United States. Yeah. And uh, helping to create that brand awareness and going back to our first SEMA was, uh, you know, people would come into the booth and they were like, yeah, I don't know who you guys, what do you guys do? You know, and now at SEMA, what we witnessed at SEMA last year, six years later, it's, uh, you know, people are coming in and they're, they have a wish list and when can you bring this in? What can you do with this? And so for me, that's definitely kind of the proudest moment for me is just uh, helping to create that brand awareness. No doubt. Well, let's have a little bit of fun. I know you admittedly said you're not really that much of a car guy you weren't, but is there a first car that you got you might share with us what that was and maybe a special memory? Probably my first really special car was my probably my first nice car, what I would consider a nice car. It was my really my first real new car, you know, bought right off the lot. It was a 2007 Lexus, and I thought it was like the greatest car that I'd ever driven. Uh, black and I, I kept that thing immaculate and I was so proud of it and, and uh, always kept it clean and my kids would always laugh at me and like dad really putting another coat of wax on that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean that truly is my if I could reproduce that car and and uh, have it again that that's always I'm sure it'll always be that special car to me well a black car in Indiana you're a brave man I'm a wow. brave man yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I don't think I could own a black car. I'm just too much of a <laughs> nutcase. Uh, you'd find me in my garage hanging from my chamois when I finally gave up. I just couldn't do it anymore, especially up here where it rains a lot. Oh, goodness. Well, is that your seller's remorse car? Is that the one you wish you had back? Probably my, I guess my first real, what I considered a cool car was a 1981 Cutlass Supreme. And my, my father bought that for me. And I, I thought that was the coolest car. And, and there's a company here based in Indianapolis that they refurbish these cutlasses. And every time I drive by there, you know, you've got all these body parts and things like that. And I'm always tempted to pull in there and find out if I can reproduce that car exactly how I remember it. That's that's probably 
coming from my youth and things like that, that 1981 Cutlass Supreme was was pretty cool for, you know, just a uh, kind of a nerdy guy. <laughs> Very nice. Well, you <laughs> should pull in there one day, if only just to kind of reminisce and look at what they have. But be careful. You might end up with one in your garage. That, that's my fear. Yeah. Well, not a bad not a bad thing to have happen. <laughs> Well, let's talk about today and tomorrow. I'd love for you to share a little bit more about Sonax, all the things that listeners out there that may not be as familiar with the brand, although I think most people are by now, but what has you excited and fired up as we move into the new year with Sonax? You know, to your to your point, I think there are more and more people that are aware of, of Sonax and the brand. And, you know, I, I don't know that they know the story about Sonax and when when it was founded and those kinds of things. So Sonax is a it was founded in 1950, but it's a fourth generation family owned business. The gentleman who started it, or the gentleman who's currently the owner, his great grandfather started it in 1901. Wow! So they they founded this company and they were mining this siliceous earth that's found only in that part of the world. In 1950, after the war, they they kind of went back and. They were trying to find other opportunities to either use that uh, siliceous earth that's that's mined there in in the little town, and they discovered that it it was a main component to metal polish. Oh, so they founded the company Sonax in 1950. Uh, Manfred Hoffman, which is the fourth generation owner, he's uh, in charge of it, and he has two children that are set to kind of come into the the company as well too. You know, so. Just continuing to create more and more brand awareness uh, in the U.S. It seems like there's a lot of people that know who we are, but I know that there's more people that don't know who we are than do. Yeah. And you know, just kind of spreading spreading the awareness of of what Sonax is and telling the story and and sharing those kinds of things and and hoping to uh, continue to the the growth here in the U.S. Very cool. That's an interesting backstory too about. The materials that they mined and ended up being in a polish and how the whole company came to be. So very cool. Very cool indeed. Very cool story. Yeah. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Rob. If Rob was a car manifested into a car, what would you be? Oh, boy. <laughs> I would probably say I would, I would probably be an old Porsche of some type or make or uh, I don't know what model, but probably an old Porsche, probably with a few rust spots and a, a few dents, but but still lots of fun. <laughs> well, I like that. I like that a lot. My listeners know I'm a huge Porsche fan, so uh, yeah. that must be why I like you so much. You're such a great guy, because I love <laughs> Porsches, so very cool. Oh, yeah. I love Porsches for many, many. That would be my choice, too, I think, if I if if and when I uh, decide to settle down and, and uh, have, a, have a nice sports car type of thing. Well, when you're ready to buy your Porsche, you give me a call and I'll give you all the best guidance I can muster up for you. All right. You'll be my first call. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Rob, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Well, we're into December now and the holidays are here. And if you have an automotive enthusiast on your list that's hard to buy for, get them a Covercraft gift card. They can go and order anything they want from the Covercraft website. All sorts of things are there, including car covers, dash covers, seat covers, sunscreens, front-end protection, floor mats, canine covers, work truck, power sports covers. There's everything there for the automotive enthusiast to take care of their special vehicles. I've been a Covercraft user since 1975. That's right. 
all the way back to high school. So go to Covercraft.com, click on the gift card button, order it in any denomination you'd like. You can put it in the mail, they'll ship it for you, stick it in a stocking, and you'll make somebody very happy. That's Covercraft.com, Covercraft gift cards at Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Rob, we are back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? I think probably just take care of what you have. And that's um, what I've lived by from, from the time that I was very young. And But yeah, just, just take care of what you have. Whatever you have, take care of it. Yeah, that the words of wisdom that your father shared with you uh, sure pays off over time. Now, could you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your many successes over the years? I, I think just be motivated every day. Wake up and, and be motivated to do whatever the day brings and, and uh, to uh, be successful in whatever, whatever happens. There you go. How about a resource? There are lots of great resources these days. Is there one you'd like to share? You know, I lean really heavily on, on Germany. They've got 31 people in their R&D department, you know, our, our salespeople over there, they're always willing to uh, give us support and, and knowledge and things like that. So I lean very heavily on, on the R&D department. Probably not a day goes by where I don't either make a phone call or, or an email of saying, hey, can you give me a little more insight to this? Or can we do this? Can we tweak this? Can we do, you know, I want this product to do a little more of this and maybe a little less of this. Is that something we can do? So uh, definitely Germany and, and uh, the resources that they have there from, you know, s- close to 70 years of experience there. That's uh, certainly probably my biggest reach for some advice, but also just, uh, you know, detailers that do this every day when they're out there working uh, in all different climates and, and uh, d- detailers that we've uh, formed relationships with are, you know, they're always happy to to share, you know, what their their views are and what their successes are and what their struggles are. So uh, lean really heavily on on those guys, too, and, and really appreciate their support and really enjoy the relationships that we formed. Yeah, those guys in the field, I mean, they know it all because they're dealing, and like you mentioned, dealing with different climates, surfaces, uh, all sorts of things affect the way car care works. So those are a great resource. I've had a lot of professional detailers here on Cars yeah, as guests as well. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? 
You know, probably Henry Ford, just from his vision and his uh, the ability to kind of look at the industry as a whole back when he was doing his thing and, and the vision that he kind of put together and, and what it ended up becoming. I think pretty powerful from, from that standpoint. Yeah, amazing, amazing man. And I've often thought if you could bring Henry Ford back and have him look at the new Ford GT, what would he think? I mean, yeah, no. you know, it, no. I, I, it would be so fun to be standing there next to him and to go, oh, my God. This, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be a great one. My father and I, he's he's 84 years old, and we have conversations all the time about what it was like when he was a kid and, yeah. you know, all these things that we're going through and, and for him to be able to see all those kinds of things that were, you know, in the comic books and things like that, it's it's pretty mind-boggling, and I'm sure – Anybody that was in the early days of automotive, it has to be shaking their head to see what, what it's become. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. So, Rob, how about a book? Is there a book you've read that you could share with the Cars Yeah listeners? You know, I, I there was a, a book um, by the name of Good to Great by Jim Collins. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was um, very eye-opening to me. It was, as I recall, I think it was something about why so many companies make the leap and others don't. Yep. And examples, perfect examples of companies that kind of were growing and kind of how they took that leap and other companies that may have had uh, more going for them and, and uh, kind of just whittled away and kind of either went away or are still kind of floundering. Yeah. But that was a book that to me was a real eye opener for me to, you know, to understand how some companies have had success and other companies that you feel like should have had success didn't. Yeah, it was an awesome book. I, I read that book. I've given copies to both my kids when they went off to college because I think that a lot of people can benefit from that book. And there was another one, I'm not sure if you read Built to Last that he wrote. He wrote uh, I think that was his first book, was it not? I think it was, if I remember right. Uh, he wrote it with another gentleman. I just can't. I think it was Porus or something like that. Jerry Porus, maybe. But any rate, uh, yeah, that book is a game changer, and I've had many people here on the show recommend it. So outstanding book. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listeners, you can find all these great resources that Rob's been so kind to share with us today on his Cars Yeah website page. Just go to carsyeah.com, click on Rob McCrary, and that page will pop right up with all these great links. There's another great place on the website called Guest Recommended Books, where good to great. By Jim Collins will be listed under Rob's name, and all the past 928 guest books are listed there. It's got to be over a thousand books there now. It's an awesome resource for you. I've made it really easy. You just go through the list, click, jumps you over to Amazon. You can buy it real fast and get it in a couple days if you're a Prime member. So there you go. All right, Rob, we're up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a real doozy. Today I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world doesn't matter what it costs doesn't matter what it is doesn't matter who owns it because i'll get it for you and park it in your garage what's that car going to be and why it's probably going to be a porsche of some sort something that would uh that would be fun uh be a convertible of some sort i don't know i i having uh done this with sonax and understanding their passion for for vehicles and and those kinds of things and and understanding a little more about those companies over there, it would it would certainly be a Porsche. Uh, I wish I had a, a specific one for you, but I don't. But it would be uh, it would definitely be a Porsche of some sort. Well, I'm going to pick the right one for you. I think okay. here, so, since I'm a Porsche guy and I know the brand, so what I'm going to get you is a Porsche Cabriolet, a 911 S Turbo. 
and the new Turbo, of course, or Turbo S as they call it. So yeah, I think that'll be the right car. That's kind of the top of the echelon, a comfortable car. It, it, we could we could get you a GT3 RS or an R or something like that, but those cars are they're really made more for the track. And if you're going to drive it around the streets and stuff, they're a little bit rough. So I think this car does it all for sure. And it's, just let me know. Just let me know when okay. that's delivered, and I'll leave the garage door open. Are we going to make that one black? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I thought so. Okay. Cool. Well, <laughs> you got the right products there at Sonex to take good care of that car. So that's I right. have no worries. Well, Rob, you've taken me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed learning about more about you and Sonex. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yow listeners and with me. Would you please offer us a little piece of guidance or wisdom before you rip off into the sunset in that 911 Turbo? Sure. I heard this the other day, and, and I, I don't know that I've ever really heard it spoken this way, but uh, I had a fortunate opportunity to listen to a CEO of a, of a major manufacturing company. And he said, I don't really like rules. I like standards. And those are what I what I have my my uh, team live by. So uh, there aren't a lot of rules that are out there in, in the company. And, and uh, I feel like we've we've kind of put the same kind of thing together here that let's live by the standards that we all have uh, in common uh, and not, not necessarily have a lot of rules. So I, I liked it when I heard it. And um, I've, I've kind of used it more and more in, in, in our everyday life here. You know, it's a great way to think of it because when you think of rules, that means you can only do it the way the rule states it. But when you exactly. have when you have standards, high standards, that opens all sorts of opportunity for innovation, creative thinking, different ways to achieve those standards. I would agree. That's a very nice way to put it and to run a business. And what's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you and what you guys are doing there at Sonax? Me personally, you can catch me at Rob at SonaxUSA.com, and that's S-O-N-A-X-U-S-A.com. Uh, and our website is SonaxUSA.com. So S-O-N-A-X-U-S-A.com. Uh, that's our website. And um, feel free to reach out uh, either way and, and uh, would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to all these resources on Rob's show notes page on the Cars Yeah website. Check out Sonax, S-O-N-A-X, car care products. I think you're going to be really happy if you've not tried them before. Great line of products. I've used them. I really like them. Uh, fantastic. And uh, check out Rob's website as well. Well, listen, Rob, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Mark, I certainly appreciate it and look forward to it. Thank you. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up! 
a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!